On this episode of Creepy Cheesemit, we will dive into the depths of the ocean and talk about a creature of legends dating far back in history. Do mermaids exist? And if so, where are they hiding? All this and more, so come join in, if you dare. Hola mi gente, bienvenidos. I'm your host Lore, and this is Creepy Chisme. Some stories and info are not suitable for all, especially young children. Listen at your own risk. Hola mi gente, it's your girl Lore here with another episode of Creepy Chisme. How y'all doing? Me? I'm on the mend. Yeah, your girl caught some nasty stomach bug. I don't know what was happening. It was awful. I'm still not okay. Um, And yeah, it's the day before this episode is released, but I'm going to do my best to get it out. So if it's out in time, just know a lot of work went into this episode. Whatever I had going on took me out a couple days, man. Oof. But today is the first day. Um, I don't feel like blowing chunks. I know, TMI, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but y'all know I keep it real on Creepy Cheese But yeah, I just was not okay. But I do feel a little back to normal. And I really want coffee today, but I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it, girl, because you know what happens when you drink coffee. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of Creepy Cheese y'all. Hello, new listeners. Yeah, hello. I see you. Uh, I can't believe that I'm still gaining as many people as I do. It's not a lot. Like, when I say that, don't think I'm gaining, like, a million. Because, you... <laughs> yeah, I haven't even reached a million listens on an episode yet. I see you guys. Um, I've gained a lot of new followers on Instagram. Hello. And TikTok again. My TikTok's got a little movement going on. So make sure you're following me there, y'all. It is spooky season. It is here. It is fully ready to captivate us at least me because i love spooky season um i've gotten back into the spirit i have been watching some creepy stuff i haven't done this in a while let me see uh some shows that i've been watching recently i'm obsessed with i am a killer on netflix in the past i've watched like season one and then i forgot about it they take a long time for the seasons to come out but i, I mean i don't blame them it's about prisoners and they got to do all this must take a lot to make. That's all I'm saying. But it's such a good, it's such a good show. They talk to people who have killed before, some really creepy people, and it's really good. Highly recommend. I've also been really back into my Ancient Aliens. I have watched Ancient Aliens repeatedly, like many, many times, and some episodes more than five times. I still watch it, and I still go, "Oh my god, <gasps> no way!" Like. <laughs> There's just so much. There's so much. Highly recommend that show too if you have never seen it. I'm all over the place, but I promise when we get into the, to the research, I'm very organized. I do want to say though, um, yes, if you are a new follower, it's probably because you have found my reels on Creepy Chisma Instagram. And I want to do that more. And here's why. I don't know if I talked about this in the past couple episodes, but TikTok? What the fuck is going on? I joined TikTok at a time kind of like around COVID, when you would search up trending topics and then you can hashtag your video and then you would get like thousands of views. I mean, I had videos in the 30,000s, okay? That's how easy it was to get your video trending or whatever. Well, now they took that feature away, so you really can't see what's trending unless you're smart. And I'm not going to give my, I'm not going to give my secrets away, but so you have to kind of guess. And there are some uh, hashtags that like, like FYP, that's for you page. You have to, I usually tag that. And it does help a little, but TikTok, it's really hard to get people to watch your videos. If your video doesn't get more than like 
three to 500 views within the first couple minutes, it's not going to do good. And it sucks because I put so much effort into these TikToks. Some of them have to do like a little bit of research. It takes me about a good hour to two hours to make a TikTok. And that's not including like putting the video together, sound recording, like that's, yeah. So for TikTok to like push it aside, right now TikTok is super pushing. Uh, my brother told me about this. Their TikTok shop, I think I was going to say TikTok store, but TikTok shop. Yeah, so if you're not promoting TikTok shop or talking about it, they're not pushing your video out. And that's so crazy. Maybe I should try hashtagging TikTok shop and see if that works. But anyway, I still post them there because I do have a large following on TikTok. And I was telling my brother, I may not get as many views when I first put the video out, but it does slowly creep up. A lot of my videos are true crime related, horror related, creepy related, and this is the season. So people are looking up those hashtags and they're finding my videos. I mean, people are liking videos from last creepy season. So I'm going to keep putting them on TikTok. I will never stop. But I have now started putting them on Reels. And Reels are pretty much TikTok on Instagram. And I seem to be getting a lot more views there. So if I do both, <laughs> it might help out Creepy Cheese Smith. So make sure you're following me on both. Like I said, it is the creepy season. And Creepy Cheese has some big plans for y'all. So please make sure to stay until the end. I know. I know. I'm going to do that to you. I am. <laughs> Stay until the end for a creepy chisme spooky season update. I had mentioned if you guys listened to my interview on It's Giving What If podcast with Albs. I had mentioned possibly trying to do a live this creepy season. I don't know who would be interested in watching, but I kind of want to do like campfire stories, which I used to do on TikTok, and just have people tell creepy stories. I've thought about a way where I can hide myself, which might not do good for the live, but I work at a school and yeah, I've made TikToks and Reels showing my face. I don't want to be on live and have one of my students, we have a lot of kids at my school, I don't want them to be like, <gasps> is that Miss So-and-so? Like, no, that's my worst nightmare. Luckily, I work with kids that are really tiny humans, but... I've been there many years and I have kids graduating high school. So yeah, I don't want them to find me like that. So I'm trying to think of a way I could do the live. Just having people join in and tell their spooky stories or ghost experiences. I don't know. I don't know. I also don't know how to work that shit. So <laughs> we'll see if it happens. Got a lot coming up. You guys know what's coming up soon. Um, if you don't, my niece is quinceanera and it's crunch time. And I'm getting nervous, so we got a lot to do. And uh, that's pretty much going to devour my life. But it's not going to affect, I'm not going to let it affect my spooky season ideas. All right, enough jibba-jabba. Sometimes I go off tangent. I'm sorry. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I'm not done. I'm not done, girl. Feliz Dia de la Independencia a mi raza. And to Guatemala. Not just to la gente mexicana. También a mi gente guatemalín. What do you call you guys? Guatemalians? Guatemala. Anyway. Gu <laughs> oh. <laughs> I really hope this isn't your first episode listening. Anyway. Yes. Feliz Dia de la Pendencia. Today is Independence Day. If you didn't understand what I just said, that's okay. It wasn't for you. Chicago knows how to celebrate it right. They go out into the streets and party as they should. Because you would think by now they know they're going to do it. Give them a space to do it. Like open up Grand Park. I don't know. Open up a fucking parking lot. We will show up. We'll show up. And until then, they will continue to block the streets of Chicago. So don't complain, y'all. Don't complain. Anyway. Yes, mi gente. Go big tonight. Celebrate go to a parade. I'm trying to record this as quick as I can because <laughs> my city's actually going to have a fest like right by my house like because I live near an important building in the town and <laughs> they're going to have a big old fest which I'm excited for. I might be able to see it from my house. I usually never record early in the morning but here I am. All right 
enough jibba-jabba, like I said. Let's get right into my favorite part of the episode. And a lot of you really enjoy my updates. So it's time for an updater story I've recently heard. According to the New York Post, a Florida man... Are we surprised? A Florida man is accused of killing his teenage son with an angle grinder. Stephen Thomas Rhoda, 37, was taken into custody on September 4th after it was alleged he killed his 16-year-old son with a power tool. It mentioned by Polk County Police that Stephen had a criminal history, mostly for drug abuse. Addiction is a nasty thing, people. Now, the teen's son was not living with his father at the time. He was actually staying with his 67-year-old grandpa. But the grandfather let Stephen come by to help out around the house due to the fact his wife, the teen's grandma, was in a rehab community. Now, the grandfather says when he got home that morning, his son, Stephen Rhoda, was standing outside. Stephen tells him, quote, I wouldn't go in there if I was you. I killed someone. You may need to call the police. End quote. That's your son, not just a someone. Yeah, and that's how he chose to address it. Now, the Gramps also said that it was not uncommon for his son to experience these psychotic episodes or to say bizarre things like this due to his longtime meth addiction. So he really kind of brushed it off and walks into the house anyway. That's where he finds his 16-year-old grandson dead in the dining room. I'm surprised he didn't have a heart attack, honestly. Now, investigators could quickly tell that a heavy-duty saw was used to kill the boy. Police had to then search for Stephen Rhoda, who had fled the scene by this time, but he was quickly found. The teen boy, also named Stephen Rhoda, was a junior at Frostproof High School where he was taking courses to be an electrician. He also had recently got his first job at the local Burger King where he was going to save up and purchase his first car. However, he never even got the chance to begin his new job. My heart goes out to the Rhoda family and especially to Stephen Jr.'s young siblings. This is the perfect example of how we do not have the proper medical facilities help for mental illness and addiction. Two major problems in this country. I'm curious to hear what he has to say. He sounds like he's got some really bad mental issues. Curious to know why he had to do this to his son. Another crazy and intense story, so trigger warning, I read this week was a welder who brutally tortured a man and raped a woman was recently sentenced for a very sadistic crime he committed back in July of 2022. You guys, I don't remember hearing about this, but my lordy, it's something out of a a grotesque horror movie. Tanner Danielson, 31, kidnapped and tortured a man for 12 hours after claiming that marijuana was stolen from him and the cartel was going to kill him and his family if he didn't fix the problem. During the torture, he beat and drugged the man. He even burned the word thief onto the man's body. He then hung the man from a forklift and continued the torture for hours. He then left the man tied to a tree out in the country. However, the man miraculously escaped and ran to the nearest road to flag down help. You guys, did you hear what I said? 12 hours of torture. This poor man. Now, Danielson had brought a woman with him to the warehouse and he threatened her life if she spoke about anything that she saw that night. He then felt the need to rape the woman, which kind of tells like that the 12-hour torture session didn't phase him, right? And actually, as police said, sadistic, right? Who the hell wants to have sex after doing a job you had to do to save your life? Yeah. Now, the two of them had planned to meet another man that night to make a cocaine deal, But the other man claims he didn't show up or take part in the torture session. At his trial, though, Danielson spoke to the judge asking that the judge see him for who he really is, claiming he was scared for his life and had no idea what he was doing. B.S. 
Even if true, you still did it, puto. Now, Danielson claims he became involved with the cartel. Why did I say it like that? <laughs> Danielson says he became involved with the cartel after meeting people at a concert in Colorado. It was a quick way to make money, but once he was in, he couldn't get out. Now, that, that might be true. Danielson was sentenced to 90 years in prison for the crime. Good. The cartel is scary. Don't get me wrong. Pero come on. What did you think? I don't know how gangs work today. If they're the same, I'm sure they're the same. But like growing up, we always heard like if you join a gang, it's not easy to get out. So if you join the cartel who does some really crazy shit, you're not just going to say, all right, I'm done and walk away. This story is crazy. So the other day, my Pennsylvania cousin Susie posted about a convicted murderer who easily, easily escaped a Pennsylvania prison in Chester County. Y'all, they even have the surveillance footage, how he escaped, and nobody saw this. What the fuck? Now, even crazier, this is not the first time someone has escaped the same prison. So, embarrassing... Last May, someone escaped too. I smell a big old fat lawsuit here. <laughs> anyway, Danilo Cavalcante. Danilo Cavalcante? I don't know. A 34-year-old <laughs> oh my god, I can't talk. A 34-year-old convicted murderer doing time for the murder of his ex-girlfriend escaped on August 31st, and to date, he still remains on the run. Now, this dude is the real-life Spider-Man, you guys, as my little cousin would say. This guy crab-walked up an entranceway, like a little entranceway in the jail courtyard, to the roof, through some razor-sharp wire, and just jumped over the wall to the exit and ran. The whole thing, I'm not kidding, took like two minutes, not even. The video's crazy. If I find it, I'll post it for y'all. But my first thought was, who didn't see this? Like, who missed this on security footage? You're in big trouble. Now, the prison admits the yard tower guard and the surveillance monitor both missed the incident. Wow. Maybe they were having a potluck? I don't know. But this guy has been one step in front of the law ever since he left. So, they've captured him on surveillance and even saw him and chased him on foot into a wooded area. They say he is clean-shaven now and has changed his clothes. And let me tell you, when a man shaves, they can look like a whole other person. But last I heard, police are now investigating the convict's sister because they think she's been helping him with food and clothes. I mean, somebody is if he changes clothes, right? Sorry, brother, sister, I, I would never. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, he's just out there on the run. Um, and my cousin said that schools and businesses were actually canceling, closing, not opening because they were all terrified. So wild. I'm telling y'all, it's, it's crazy in the world. Update to this update. I'm sorry. This week, they did find him. I believe they found him on Wednesday, the day I got sick. <laughs> so just want to put that out there. They did find him. And I do want to say, there's a video of the... I don't know what National Guard. I don't. They're dressed like army men, but I don't think they are. Task Force? I'm not familiar with all that garbage. Anyway, they found him. And I swear to God, it's like a bunch of dudes that went hunting. Like, they literally were hunting him, right? And they decided to take a picture with their capture. It was dumb. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing. Anyway... They found, they found him. <laughs> but I will look for that video of how he just easily scaled the wall. Insane, dude. I mean, you had, he had to practice that. You'll see the video. He had to practice that. <laughs> so that means security must have not been watching that camera many, many times. <laughs> so those are my updates for the week. Like I said, there's always so many updates. And mi gente, if you guys see a crazy story like one of these send them to me. I love reading this shit. People, people are crazy. But anyways, it's been a long time since we've gone cryptid here on Creepy Chisme. Some may argue that these are not cryptid creatures. 
They're real live sea creatures. Let's look into the deep blue sea, y'all, and explore one of the oldest cryptid legends, La Sirena, the mermaid. It's time to get creepy. La Sirena, the mermaid. Let's talk about the mermaid. Merman, mermaid, right? So a mermaid is a creature of legends depicted most times with the head and upper body of a human, but with a fish-like tail. Now mermaids have been in countless legends, fables, mythologies, you name it, the bitch is there. Most times they have magical powers, they are musical creatures and use their beautiful voices, like the ones we just heard, to lure one to the water. I'm a dumbass. If I heard that, I would be like, oh my god, and I would totally go to the water. I will say, though, as a child, the only mermaid type I knew was Ariel and La Sirena from the, the Loteria game. Yeah. <laughs> The lady with the boobs, the boobs. Those are my first pair of boobs probably that I saw. And probably every other little Mexicanito. <laughs> first pair of boobs was La Sirena. Yeah, look her up. They put a bra on her now, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so like aerial type mermaids, they were beautiful creatures. That's at least the only mermaid type I knew. I think Pirates of the Caribbean also had some scary dark mermaids um and harry potter so those were kind of like the first times i saw like not evil but like darker mermaids and i thought this shit's cool <laughs> and uh so yeah so then that's when i realized that mermaids are not always so beautiful and loving and have red hair and sit perched up on rocks while the waves crash behind them overall though in legends they do bring bad misfortune harm or something bad they carry bad juju for sure but unlike most cryptids mermaids have been seen the most around the world every country has its legends sightings and a lot more so let's talk a little bit about where the siren mermaid possibly originated or started from one of the first known origin stories where we hear about them comes from... Now, please forgive me with these names, okay? They come from mythology. <laughs> comes from Assyria in 1000 BC. Well, actually, technically, the first mention of a mermaid-like creature comes from 5000 BC, sorry. In Babylonian mythology, the god Ea was described as both man and fish. But then in 1000 BC in Assyria, which is now present-day Syria and kind of some of Iraq, the legend pretty much goes, the fertility goddess, Atar goddess, falls in love with a mortal. And he was a farmer, good working man, shepherd, and they had a daughter. Now after Atar goddess ends up killing her man during... Yeah, after they, he, she killed her man while they were having sex. Um, she's like completely embarrassed and shamed. So she plunges herself into a lake. However, because she's so beautiful, she can't die. So she gets transformed into a fish, but is still female from the waist up. So a Targaris, a Targatis ends up being known as the Greek goddess Aphrodite 
Dorsetto. Dorsetto, Dorsetto, sorry, and is part of Greek mythology. Now, Greek mythology loves them some mermaids. They have different kinds. They have, uh, I need to look up these pronunciations. And I did before I started this. And now I'm second guessing everything. The Nereids, which were sometimes known to have fish tails, but then sometimes legs, they all lived in the Aegean Ocean, or in the Aegean Sea. A famous one you may know was the wife of Poseidon and mother of Triton, Amphrititi. Amphrititi. Oh my god. Come on, girl. Get your shit together. Poseidon's wife, okay? As we know, Triton is a merman, and all of his descendants are also mermaids and mermen. Then we have sirens. Now, sirens is a term I've only recently heard, like, in the past 10 years. And the word siren is a synonym for mermaid in a lot of different languages around the world. For instance, in Spanish, we say sirena. Now, sirens I'm a bit more familiar with. So again, in Greek mythology, sirens were not the typical fishtail-having mermaid. A siren was actually a woman, but her lower body was like a bird and she had wings. Not so sexy, if you ask me. But it is believed this is where the legend of mermaids luring men began with their beautiful voices, right? But eventually they lost the bird parts. So apparently what happened was they lost a singing contest with the muses, also known as the goddesses of literature, arts, and science. So they lost all their feathers. And so since they couldn't fly anymore, they kind of just threw themselves into the ocean where some believe they died and some believe they became mermaids. God, I love mythology. It's so wild. It's so crazy. I've always wanted to study it too. And as you can tell, I have not because I suck at these pronunciations. So, so sorry. Now, it is believed, however, that the Romans claim credit because in their mythology, sirens were known as women with fishtails. And apparently, they were daughters to a lake god, which is why they were given tails to swim. Eventually, later down the line, the siren became a gorgeous, seductive creature who was very deadly. She will take your man. Not kidding. Watch out, girls. Now, I can go on all week about the origin of mermaids and all the myths and legends. I'm telling you, endless. But this is not a history podcast, although I do love me some history. Let's talk about our cryptid friends and the many sightings people have had. Because a legend is just a story, right? But when people start claiming to see shit is when we have to start questioning if this creature passed down through decades of stories has some truth behind it. Now y'all know I'm terrified of the ocean. I'll dip my toes in, but that's it. You won't catch me flying over it, under it, through it. Hell no. And the main reason I fear it is because It's just so massive. We don't know what's down there or what's living in it. There's parts and areas that have never even been touched or seen by humans. It's just impossible. So can a whole species of merfolk live in it? Yes, hell yes. Is it possible? Yes. And no, I'm not saying I believe in mermaids. Don't say that. (laughs) I don't actually, but I do 100% believe there could be human-like creatures in our oceans. Thank you for listening and have a good night. (laughs) Just kidding. No. No se creen. No se creen. I'm just kidding. All right, so where did some of the first mermaid sightings come from? Well, it's theorized that sailors were some of the first to share mermaid sightings. They described them as very beautiful women that also had fishtails. But sailors, they had a bad rep. Oh, yes. They were known to be borrachos of the sea. They loved to drink. So many laughed at their stories and brushed them off as nothing. Many claimed that they were actually seeing manatees. I've heard this before, but have you ever seen a manatee? A manatee that's swimming near the surface? First of all, they don't look human at all. Not even a little. And uh, unless sailors are into BBWs, manatees are pushing over a thousand pounds, okay? 
Now, another theory was not only were sailors drunk, but being out at sea for weeks and months at a time could easily make one delirious. You start seeing shit, hearing things, which is for real, the, that really happens. Imagine, like, have you ever been in complete darkness for a good while and then you just start seeing things and hearing things? It's weird. It's weird. Our minds are so strange. But anyway, other sea voyagers, such as the famous Blackbeard, Edward Teach, and El Cabrón Cristobal Columbus, they wrote about seeing mermaid-type creatures on their voyages. Columbus actually wrote that he saw three mermaids at a time, but they were not beautiful. So he probably, El, oh my god, he is a liar. We know Columbus is a liar. He probably saw the manatees, okay? So people who work out at sea have had many unexplainable sightings. So let's hear about some of them. One of Scotland's most famous mermaid sightings comes from Deerness, which is in Orkney. In 1890, sightings began of a creature later named the Deerness Mermaid. Now, apparently there was even a sighting where hundreds were present, giving more truth to the creature and the, st and the story. According to most who reported seeing the creature, the mermaid made sure to stay a good distance from shore. So pretty much anyone who saw it couldn't really describe in detail what they saw. One person claimed the creature to be six to seven feet in length, with a black head, a neck, a snow white body, two arms, and it swam like a human. This person also claimed it sat on a rock and was working and waving its hands and arms. Hmm, very interesting. Later, in 1913, sightings were reported off the southern eastern coast of Hoi, where a fisherman and his crew went out to their lobster traps and saw a strange creature. Now, this one's kind of creepy. They described it as a lady with a shawl around her shoulders and water streaming down her face. She rose about three feet out of the water and was not too far from the men. They knew the legend of the Dearness Mermaid, and so they assume she's traveled to them. I don't know about y'all, but that sounds scary as shit. You see a lady popping out of the water with a shawl what does she need a sh what the fuck does a mermaid need a shawl for if she's in the water <laughs> i just thought about that interesting maybe she was cold i don't know all right be serious lore be serious some also claim this hoy mermaid sighting is exactly the same thing a medieval norseman wrote about in the king's mirror now the king's mirror was like a medieval document type book that revolves around politics and morality, uh, I believe from 2050 AD. In it, they wrote, quote, This monster is tall and of great size and rises straight out of the water. It has shoulders like a man's, but no hands. Its body appears to grow narrower from the shoulders down. It has been observed, the more slender it has seemed to be. Whenever the monster has been seen or shows itself, men have always been sure that a storm would follow. Now, this text has been translated, so keep that in mind. And also, texts such as the King's Mirror, I often think, imagine the person in charge documenting things. You can write whatever the hell you want, right? So is it 100% authentically true? I don't know. So these were just some famous sightings in the early 19th century. But how much did they know about the oceans and animals from the ocean? Probably not that much. So keep that in mind. But the fact they say human-like or lady, that part is where I'm wondering, yeah, maybe they saw something. But also like how cool. I always think like the first explorers who were brave enough to just head out into the water. Like imagine the first time seeing a whale or a blue whale jesus christ imagine oh my gosh like the first time seeing these creatures you've never seen it's kind of like the way i think if we ever get to another planet and see all these different animals and creatures how cool that would be so a little bit later and a little bit closer to us in 1943 i found a story of a sighting on the shores of k islands in indonesia Several mermaids were seen by Japanese soldiers. One was even seen on the beach, giving the men a full detailed view. 
They described it as four feet nine inches tall, pinkish skin, with a human face and limbs, spikes along its head and mouth like that of a carp. Sergeant Taro Horiba urged scientists to study these mermaids, but their claim was never taken seriously and nothing was ever looked into. In 1967, in British Columbia, Canada, a ferry of tourists all claimed to see a blonde woman with a dolphin's tail eating a salmon. Imagine the poor mermaid just trying to have a snack and here comes these people bothering her. The Times colonist paper even reported about this, but she was never seen again after this incident. This is my favorite story. And out of all the mermaid sighting stories I read, because I only chose a few, this is the most sincere one. Like, I, I believe it. Well, let me just tell you. Okay. In 1998, a diver in Kauai Point actually snapped a photo of what he saw. For more than 50 years, there have been stories of a mermaid off of Hawaii's big island. But they were just stories passed down. That is until April of 1998, when dive master Jeff Leacher and nine others were exploring 20 minutes from Hawaii's sunny Kona coast. A school of dolphins started following their boat, followed them pretty much the entire route, when suddenly one of the divers started shouting and pointing. Ten feet from the bow of the boat, they see what they describe as a nude woman. She had long flowing hair and one of the most beautiful faces they'd ever seen. It had to be a hoax, right? But the divers say no. There was no way a human can swim that fast. She was keeping up with the dolphins. But then she jumped up out of the water. And Jeff says his heart almost stopped. Her entire lower half was covered with scales and tapered back into a huge fishtail. Then she jumped up again. All ten people on board experienced and saw the mermaid. About an hour later, they got to their diving location where Jeff was going to capture photos of colorful fish. When suddenly, something brushed against his leg in the water. Then he saw the mermaid shoot past him, described her as a streak of lightning, and then she turned and swam back towards him. He quickly aimed the camera and clicked as many times as he could until she was gone. Weekly World News had the photos analyzed by three different photo labs, and all labs say it's a real and genuine photo. It doesn't seem to have been tampered with. Jeff Leacher says he is now a believer and says the Kauai Point mermaid is real. Now, I'll post the picture for you guys, and I feel like as a kid I saw this picture probably in like one of those little newsletters we used to get at school. I remember seeing this picture, but because she's above him in the water and close to the shore or close to the surface, she's just a dark figure, but it's a half woman. I will say her shoulders look more broad, especially since the waist is small. So if she's a real woman, I mean, are your shoulders that much broader? Like it's kind of weird. And then I want to point out, if it's a person in a suit, right, in a mermaid-type suit, the legs and the tail seem too short. So, like, where the feet would sit in the tail, it, it's too narrow. Like, her length, if this is, okay, if this is a human pretending to be a mermaid, I feel like the upper part doesn't match the lower half. Unless this person has really short nubs of legs. <laughs> really short nubs or legs. That's the only way this could be plausible. What I'd want to know, was there any woman divers with the crew? And kind of compare them to the photo. Also, in the photo, you can see that she is swimming really fast because of all the bubbles around the fin. You know, kind of like when a dolphin zips through the water. Like I said, this story does seem legit, but you never know. And I think if it was a hoax, he got away with it. He had many people believe him he would have tried it again. And if fame is what he was after, 
he would keep going with the story, but you know, nothing ever came of it. So I'll find that picture and post it for you guys too. Now this next sighting was back in 2008 in the Western Cape of South Africa in a small village in Surbrak. Resident Daniel Capito said he and friends were next to the river around 11.30 p.m. when they heard something like someone bashing on a wall. Capito went towards the noise and saw a figure described as a white woman with black hair thrashing about in the water. Cupido ran to help, but the woman made the strangest sound, full of sorrow. He said the sound actually broke and hurt his heart. It was so sad. The creature was described as caiman, which is half-human and half-fish creatures that live in deep pools. It's not known what happened after this incident, like... I couldn't find if it said the woman went back into the water or he just left it. I don't know. <laughs> like if you're helping a woman in the water and then you see she doesn't have any legs, I, I, I guess I would leave, right? <laughs> in 2009, a sighting in Israel is probably one of the most famous. There's actually a $1 million reward for anyone who can get a real shot of the creature. A man named Shlomo Cohen saw the mermaid near Kiri at Yam, claiming that while with friends, they saw a woman lying on the sand in a weird way. As they neared, they assumed it was just a sunbather, but as they got closer, the woman jumped towards the water and then disappeared. They were in shock because they all saw that she had a tail. Cohen and his friends are not the first to see this creature. Many have reported sightings and claims of seeing this mermaid, half girl, half fish, jumping up like a dolphin, doing tricks, and then disappearing. Now this next story I've never heard of, but apparently in 2012, dam workers in Zimbabwe claimed that a mermaid chased off and bothered them in several different sites. Some of the workers actually went missing. The mermaid terrorized the dam workers so much that the crew was going to have some type of ritual performed to rid of the mermaids. The chief on the project told the media, Mermaids do exist. They stopped building the dam and hired out-of-country workers, but the workers reported sightings again, and the dam was never finished. Many claim this mermaid or mermaids really just wanted their home left alone. Crazy, right? Now, I did find out that Zimbabwe is huge on believing in mermaids, but the fact they brought in a crew from a different country who also said the same thing makes me wonder, what's living in that little lake? Mm -hmm. So like these stories, there are countless sighting stories, and some people haven't even reported. So we talked about possible origins, like where the legends could have began, and we've also listened to some personal sighting stories. Now let's talk about some sirena theories, including some of my own. And if you have a theory, let me know. You can comment on my Instagram post or on Facebook groups or email me. I'm curious. I love hearing theories about cryptids. So this first theory is one not supported by science, but I'm here to give all the cheese So let's talk about it anyway. So this theory is known as the aquatic ape theory. The theory says that there were these advanced type of primates that lived mostly in the sea and they ate marine life and eventually just adapted to living in the water. They lost their hair and began only walking on two legs. That is when they were not in the water. The theory says some of these apes who spent more time on shore developed into modern humans, and some of the others evolved into what we know as mermaids. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I think about this one. But it makes more sense to follow our regular evolution line starting that we came from some type of marine type animal who came to shore and some of us fully evolved, right? And some of us only half evolved. That makes more sense to me. I think this is known as convergent evolution, where two species that have similar traits but go through like different evolutionary processes. I learned that on something I watched one time, probably on like History Channel or something. I promise, I'm not that smart. 
Then we've already talked about it's a huge possibility that they are mistaken for some other sea creature. I don't know why they've chosen the manatee, other than the fact like manatees are people-friendly, like they do come up to boats, to people. I don't know if they've always been that way. Yeah, I don't know why people say, oh, manatees. I also don't live somewhere where there are manatees, so I don't know. Like if I ever saw one floating in the water, would I think it's a mermaid? Maybe because of their tail, but they don't really stick their tail out of the water. Yeah. I can't put it together. I can't figure out how you get mermaid and manatee confused. If you know why, let me know, okay? Because like I said earlier, like they're hefty and their faces don't even look like a human, not even a little. They're really slow. They kind of just like wade in the water. And a lot of times they do, like I said, they swim pretty close to the boats, but, and they don't have boobs or any, or big nipples. Like they don't have anything. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't, I don't get it. And I've tried to think, like, what other marine animal may be confused for a mermaid? So other than a fin of some type of animal, I don't understand what animal is close to looking like a half-human. So this mistaken identity theory, I'm not a fan. Like, I, yeah. Then we have the theory that mermaids are metaphysical and they can't be seen but more felt and heard. There are people who actually pray to them and offer gifts in exchange for like a want or a wish. There's a few TikTokers I've seen who do this. And then my favorite theory, y'all know what's coming, aliens, oh yes. Mermaids are just a type of species that live in the oceans and lakes. I think they travel alone most times and stick around dolphins for protection. A dolphin, a dolphin could slap a bitch hard and kill them. Like, they're, yeah, don't mess with them. (laughs) Now, this is, of course, only if they actually do exist, okay? Now, because they live in water, I'd assume they are pasty white. I was going to say they live way down, but due to pressure, I don't, I don't think that. My neighbor has decided to lay concrete. What the hell? (laughs) Like, seriously? He's like, oh, scraping the ground and shit. I'm so sorry. I'm so close to being done. I'm just going to power through, y'all. Hopefully I can cancel out the noise in the background and you don't hear this crap. So yeah, they'd be pasty, kind of like glowy a little. I don't think they'd live down deep in the ocean because if they did, due to the pressure, they'd have like big heads and big eyes, you know, more of like the alien look if that was the case. And then they'd never be seen, like ever. Most sightings are near the coastline or not too far from land, so they must live near there. Mermaids have been seen in lakes and rivers too, and not just the ocean. I feel like a lake mermaid would be like (laughs) the ratchet one, but probably the most fun, like the one you want to invite to the club. I mean, you can make so many theories, so many theories about this kind of thing. Sirenas have been part of cultures everywhere for thousands of years, influenced from mythology like the Greeks and the Romans. They have been known to be good and evil, helpful and harmful. But will we ever actually know if they exist? Maybe not. But the legends and the lore of the mermaid will live on forever. Thank you for joining me. I loved researching this and learning about all of the history behind these creatures. I just want to know why only mer-women mostly. I'm trying to have a merman come seduce me. Maybe then I'll go into the ocean. <laughs> I didn't really talk about it, but I feel like the 90s were huge on mermaid hoaxes, but it's far back when um, they did like sideshow carnivals and freak shows. They had what they claimed to be real mermaid bodies. For instance, remember the most famous Fiji mermaid that even though it turned out it was fake, was still really huge. The real Fiji mermaid was said to have been burned in a museum fire in 1865 
and now there are countless replicas that can be found everywhere. And the if you've ever seen the Fiji mermaid, I'm sure you have seen it or something like it. It's small. And this actually got me thinking about something at this very moment. A lot of the people who have mermaid sightings claim that they're short, three to four feet, three to five feet, okay? That's kind of short. Um, let me see, what's the length of a dolphin? See, a dolphin is anywhere from six to 13 feet long. So yeah, mermaids are little. That's also something to take into consideration, which also brings me back to the Hawaii sighting where I mentioned like, go look at the picture. The upper torso does not match the bottom torso. Like her bottom torso is too short. She has her fin, right? But it's like, I, I'm trying to put a human because I'm looking at it as like a hoax. I'm trying to put that human who's wearing a tail. I don't see her legs fitting in the tail. Just go look. You'll see what I'm talking about. But yeah, so the Fiji mermaid was huge and you can go to, if you walk into any type of oddity shop, you're going to see a replica of the Fiji mermaid. Oh, and also remember that stupid special on History Channel where they claimed they were going to show us a real mermaid. And then at the very end, it was like a CGI as hell mermaid shot. I got so mad. What was that show called? I don't remember. But anyway, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please go leave me a five-star rating and a review so we can grow our creepy little family. You guys, October is fast approaching, and guess what? I have big cribbages menus. If you've stayed to the end, gracias. It will be announced next Wednesday, September 20th. I got you. I got you. I will say this. You're going to be happy. Especially those that are like, Lore, Lore, post more. Well, all right then. So stay tuned for the big announcement. Wednesday, September 20th. Be on the lookout. It will be announced. Make sure that you are following me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok because that's where you'll see the announcement, mi gente. Also, my email is always open for you guys to share anything you'd like to share. Stories, articles, experiences. So send those to creepychisme for you. That's the number 4-Y-O-U at gmail.com. See y'all very soon, mi gente. I'm gonna go... Celebrate mi raza today. Viva Mexico, cabrones. Gracias por escuchar. Y nos vemos pronto. Creepy Chisme is created for entertainment purposes only. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, stay creepy and spread the chisme. Adios, mi gente. Adios, mi gente.